My name is Ros Jones and I'm Development Coordinator at New Phytologist, a leading international plant science journal owned by a non-profit making organisation that strives to promote plant science through events such as symposia and the annually awarded Tansy Medal for Excellence in Plant Science. I'm here today with Awana Dima, one of the poster prize winners at the 26th New Phytologist Bioenergy Tree Symposium. Awana is based at Ghent University in Belgium and her poster was about profiling and localisation of phenolics in Arabidopsis lignin mutants. Congratulations on winning the prize. Thanks a lot. Um, And I'd just like to ask you, perhaps you can explain for our audience what your poster was about and why you did the research. Right, so um, the poster, we've uh, we've been focused on on profiling uh, lignin mutants uh, from Arabidopsis plants and uh, we've profiled the leaves of those plants. So basically what we do, uh, we uh, analyze them by the liquid chromatography, LCMS, and then we compare the chromatograms of the wild type and of and the mutants. And then we look for the peaks, whether they are uh, more or less abundant, and also for the presence absence of the peaks. So once we have that information, we go and then try to identify the particular peaks which interest us. And um, that we can uh, do, for example, by uh, looking on the MSMS spectra. So then we can identify the the linkages in, in the molecule and also the units which form that linkage. Once we know the molecule, um, we can put it on, on our list and uh, say which, uh, which molecules are more or less abundant compared to the bile type. So on the poster there was an example from the CCR mutant and you can see that basically the compounds that are um, uh, accumulating, they are the ones that are upstream the pathway, so upstream the, the, the CCR enzyme is, is downregulated. And uh, what we can also see, there are some uh, <coughs> striking differences in the glucosinolate uh, content in the CCR mutant. And we can identify those glucosinolates, which is, uh, I think, new. So later on, uh, we thought about the localization of those compounds in the cell. And we assumed that they would, those compounds would be uh, uh, accumulated in the vacuoles. Therefore, we did all the um, uh, procedure of the vacuole isolation. And um, later on, having the vacuoles, we are now in the process of profiling the vacuoles and uh, looking what's, uh, what do they contain. You mentioned some methods that you used in order to achieve this and carry out your work. Could you perhaps expand on those methods a little bit more and perhaps what steps you had to take in order to optimise that? Right, so um, there was the quite difficult protocol for the vacuole isolation. Um, what's difficult here is that the vacuoles itself are, are very fragile and it's, it's, very di- it's very easy to break them. So you have to be very careful during all the procedure, which takes all day. And um, after we, we already had the vacuoles, we had to check whether they are uh, pure or not. And that we did with the Western blood, using some antibodies against different organelleral markers to check whether there are any um, contaminations from other organella in our prep. And we found out that, there, the, the, that our vacuolar preps are quite pure, what's, what's really important. 
that also gives us the information, for example, where the coupling for, uh, from the monolignus occur. Well, we know that the coupling occur in the cytosol, but then what's happening in the vacuole, we don't know, and then we can be more sure about that it's really in the vacuole. For the optimization, um, the thing that was new, we profiled the vacuoles on the LCMS, which is quite which is new because I've heard uh, till now on the um, uh, protein analysis of the vacuoles, but not really metabolite profiling. So that was new for us. So first of all, we tried the liquid-liquid extraction. Then we uh, got some nice chromatograms, though the, the peak, which was uh, very abundant, was in the front and was kind of suppressing all the other ones. So then it was quite difficult to identify all the compounds. So the idea was to get rid of that front peak, which we thought it's probably difficult doing that. As in the vacuole, as the vacuoles you obtain, you do it on um, via the fecal gradient. So we thought that there might be some contamination of the fecal and that could cause the suppressing of the other uh, peaks in the chromatogram. So then we went to the solid phase extraction, which is by, uh, which we did on the C18 columns, and then we could uh, we could prove that we got rid of the fecal and we got really nice and rich uh, in peaks chromatograms. That sounds like you've managed to optimize the uh, methodology really well. With this in mind then, what are going to be the next steps in the research that you carry out and how then can this be applied practically back to what this um, symposium has essentially been all about, which is improving what we get out of bioenergy crops? Um, we are now in the process of profiling the vacuoles and uh, we are really curious what. Uh, what molecules are present inside the vacuoles in the lignin mutants, for example. And um, then we look for the artificial monomers. We've, we hope to find some there that would be really good candidate monomers for, uh, for introducing to, to the lignin structure. So uh, in this way, we could uh, obtain the more easily cleavable uh, bounds in lignin, which would make easier or the bioethanol production from, from, from wood, as lignin is the main obstacle in, in that process. Thank you for your time and for talking to us, and congratulations again on your poster, and the judges felt that it was a really well-presented, clear poster and interesting research among what has been a really good selection of uh, posters um, at the symposium and good luck with uh, your future research. Thank you very much for the interest and I'm honoured that I could be here.